And if you're not having seven to nine hours sleep every single day consistently, and if you have hard times losing weight, it may be very likely that it's because of your sleep. And there are a few reasons for that. And this is where we are going to dive deeper in this whole episode. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we are talking about sleep. I know you already heard about sleep, importance of sleep related to so many other issues. And I think at this point, we are pretty much, we all know that sleep can affect the way that your body works. Sleep can affect your cardiovascular system. Sleep can affect your motivation, your level of activity. Everything basically passes through sleep. So this is pretty typical. But today in this episode, my goal is a bit different. So I want to show and prove you with some scientific evidence, with lots of research, that if you are not able to lose weight, although you did everything right, the reason may be sleep, because sleep can be that effective. And actually, as I was researching about this topic, because I really wanted to give you all the scientific data that I could find online, I read into a very cool article from Shape Magazine, which I will be linking it in the episode notes. So check it out. I would highly recommend everyone to check that out because it really outlines a lot of the research that has been about weight gain or weight loss and sleep. And I think you will find really, really helpful information. Anyway, even the headline of the article is why sleep is the number one most important thing for a better body. I think this really says it all. If you want to lose weight, you need to be having at least seven to nine hours of sleep, which is the recommended amount of sleep for any adult. And if you're not having seven to nine hours sleep every single day consistently, and if you have hard times losing weight, it may be very likely that it's because of your sleep. It's not that you are going to lose weight if you sleep. It's more so if you sleep, your body is going to be working optimally to lose weight. And there are a few reasons for that. And this is where we are going to dive deeper in this whole episode. So typically the goal for weight loss is usually to decrease body fat while retaining as much muscle mass as possible. And this is exactly where sleep comes into play. So as I researched this area, I found that sleep really affects weight gain or weight loss in four major areas. And number one is that they actually think when we are sleep deprived, this doesn't have to be like one month of sleep deprivation. It can be as short as four days of sleep deprivation. When we are sleep deprived, we are actually acting like drunk. So think of what you do when you're drunk. You make bad decisions and then you lose sight of what matters to you, right? So they actually found that people who are sleep deprived are more likely to make bad decisions. When you have to make the choice to eat your snack, when you have to make the choice to eat something healthy or whole food other than chips or cookies, 
when you're sleep deprived, you tend to not care about the results of your decisions and therefore you're more likely to commit to bad decisions. Isn't this familiar to you? Think of when was the last time when you were sleep deprived. I remember the last time when I was sleep deprived, when I slept only for five hours, I woke up, I was already tired. And I remember the first thing I thought was, when can I sleep next? I was so tired. I didn't end up working out that day. I don't remember what I ate, but pretty much I was thinking that I barely have energy to eat or chew something in my mouth. So just bring whatever comes and you lose sight of what matters to you. Just think of it. I know you already experienced a sleep deprivation day. And especially knowing that one third of Americans are having sleep problems, I think this is a very important area that we all need to focus on. If you're working towards a goal, and if you find that whatever you do, you don't get close to your goal, and you have a sleep problem, like you sleep four hours a day, five hours a day, or you wake up in the middle of the night, I would highly recommend that you look into the effects and results of your sleep. Because sleep can really affect anything in your life, especially weight loss. For one, it makes you make the bad choices for yourself. And number two, It actually affects the cortisol spike in your body, which is the hormone that signals your body to conserve energy. So when you're sleep deprived, your body thinks it needs to store all the energy it has so that you can get through the waking hours as best as you can. What does this mean if we think about it? If your body is programmed or only focusing on conserving energy, I highly doubt that you're going to find energy to work out on that day. Or maybe you're going to be more lazy to do your one-hour walk instead of thinking of your 10,000 steps that you need to take in order to support your weight loss goal. You're going to be more likely to say, I'll do that tomorrow. I don't have any energy for that. It comes in two ways. Number one, it forces you to conserve the little energy that you have And that will affect the activities that you could have been doing during the day. And number two, it already made you make bad choices. So instead of watching TV, you could have been walking. But because you're sleep deprived, you may be unconsciously making the wrong decision because your body's programmed to conserve the energy. And number three is they actually found that sleep deprivation makes you metabolically Groggy. Honestly, I didn't even know what groggy means until I read this term. And they came up with this term in University of Chicago when they did this research. And they found that sleep deprivation affects your body's ability to process insulin. And insulin is a hormone that needed to change sugar, starches, and other food into energy. So what happens is that when you're sleep deprived, this insulin hormone loses its balance. And it starts acting in a very different way. So why is this bad? Why is your insulin not functioning well is bad? I will quote this because again, this is from The Shape magazine. And it says that fat cells remove fatty acids and lipids from your bloodstream and prevent storage. So when you become more insulin resistant, fats circulate in your blood and pump out more insulin. And eventually, this excess insulin ends up storing fat in all the wrong places, such as tissues like your liver. And this is exactly how you become fat and suffer from diseases like diabetes, unquote. 
if you just summarize this whole paragraph, it means that your insulin not functioning well means that you're more likely to store fat in different areas of your body, which is exactly the opposite of what you want to do. So again, it's not that if you sleep well, you're going to lose more weight, but it's more so if you sleep well, you can lose weight. Your body is going to be working and cooperating with you rather than fighting against these immense differences in the hormones and the production of the hormones circulating in your body. And another thing they found in one of these researches, they find that when sleep deprivation can actually affect your appetite or how you feel your hunger, which is, I think, pretty crazy. And this is one of the things that you always try to control when you're trying to lose weight. And imagine just having more appetite just because you didn't sleep the night before. I read this on Sleep Foundation, and I will quote this because it has so many scientific terms. It says the neurotransmitters ghrelin and leptin are thought to be central to appetite. Ghrelin promotes hunger, and leptin contributes to feeling full. The body naturally increases and decreases the levels of these neurotransmitters throughout the day, signaling the need to consume calories. So they found that a lack of sleep may affect the body's regulation of these neurotransmitters, unquote. So this basically tells you that when these hormones are unregulated, you may be feeling more hungry at random times, like you are more likely to eat late at night. Remember, you're more likely to make bad choices. So imagine making bad choices at night. This is exactly what you've been trying to stop for a long time. Imagine you're not feeling full when you should be, like although you eat a full plate of meal, you're still not feeling full. And you constantly think you're not able to do, it's your fault, you're fighting against yourself. But in reality, it's just a biological hormonal imbalance that was caused by lack of sleep. What if we could all control these areas by helping you have a deep night of sleep? As many of you already know, hypnotherapy is one of the best ways to work with sleep. Because during hypnosis, we work directly with the subconscious mind to calm the mind, prepare the mind to sleep, and most importantly, slow down the brainwaves. So if you have sleep problems, number one thing as a hypnotherapist that I would suggest, I think would be trying hypnotherapy. And it can most importantly help you retrain your mind to sleep better. And the next thing I will suggest to sleep better is going to be self-hypnosis. Pretty much, as as you can understand from the name, it means you hypnotize yourself. It is also known as auto-hypnosis. So I really like self-hypnosis because just like hypnosis, it works directly with the subconscious mind too. And you can practice this at your home as frequently as you want, as long as you want, as much as you want. It's basically a form of hypnosis that you have so much more control over the process. I think the self-hypnosis feels and operates very much like meditation. There is just a process of conditioning in the subconscious mind to certain keywords After practicing it for about a week or 10 days, you get used to the self-hypnosis process. 
So when people use self-hypnosis to sleep better, they can actually fall asleep while they're trying self-hypnosis. They can practice it when they wake up in the middle of the night to be able to fall asleep easier. So it is really, really helpful to calm down the mind, slow down the brain waves, regulate the thinking, especially find it helpful for people who find it hard to concentrate on one thing during meditation. I don't know if this is you, but for me, I tried meditation so many times and I still practice meditation. One of the biggest challenges for me is that I can't just hold my thought on a certain thing like a breath or a candlelight for long periods of time. So this is where self-hypnosis is really, really helpful because instead of holding your thought on one thing, since you are the one who's responsible of creating that hypnotic state, you really need to be focused on the steps that you are going to be following, which still keeps your mind focused on one thing, but also these steps are all moving, so it's easier to keep your focus. And after you hypnotize yourself, you give yourself suggestions, you still tap into your subconscious mind, so you can still retrain your mind to sleep better. So sometimes we can't be objective towards ourselves. Sometimes we are in the middle of the problem and it becomes so hard for us to see outside of the problem. And in those cases, we may need outside help and that's when we may want to call a hypnotherapist. But other than that, self-hypnosis is super easy. It's a light state of hypnosis and it's been helping many people with sleeping better and I know it can help you too. And another thing that you can try at home to have better sleep is creating a sleep routine. This is a very simple thing. You can basically create a calmer and more relaxed environment about one hour before your sleep, which means that you can dim the lights, you can turn off your phone and all the electronic devices because they give you blue lights, which really awakens your mind and your brain and it gives a signal that it's time to be awake to your body. Instead, it's time to be sleeping. By turning off your devices, by uh, dimming your lights, by creating a relaxed environment, maybe having a cup of chamomile tea or other kinds of relaxing tea, you can start, you can initiate your brain waves to be calmer than normal. And usually for a nighttime routine, I would recommend something, a calming exercise like a meditation, self-hypnosis, or a breathing technique, or even journaling, something that you know that naturally calms and relaxes the mind and the body. So this prepares the body to get ready for sleep. And make sure that the only thing that you do on your bed is only sleeping and sex, so there are no other associations around the bed. And finally, make sure that you sleep and wake up around the same times every single day. Even though certain days you may be um, sleeping later, make sure to wake up at the same time the next morning. Or even if you wake up late one day, make sure to sleep around the same time at night. Even if it's the weekend, just be persistent and consistent. And that's kind of going to be a classical conditioning. So your body is going to expect sleep at the same time. Your body is going to expect to wake up at the same time. So this is going to be part of your sleep routine. So it's not as hard as it may seem. It's also not as easy as 
it's told. It will take time, it will take preparation, but it will definitely worth it because even if your weight loss has nothing to do with sleep, if you're not having good sleep, I know that it's affecting other parts of your life. So by simply changing your sleep, you're going to affect so many other areas of your life. Today, we covered a very, very important point, which is sleep. You will realize that as we go from season to season, we are always going to come back to sleep because sleep is associated with almost every problem in our life. Start working on your sleep starting from tonight and you will realize that even most unexpected areas of your life are just changing magically. And it is not the magic. It's your body resting. It's your mind having time to vent out all the negatives. It's your body getting the most important nutrition, which is sleep, that it needs. If you have any questions about today's episode or about any other episode, feel free to reach out to me. Email me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or visit www.mindoverbodypodcast.com. And don't forget to check out the episode notes for the resources and all the articles that I mentioned in this episode. I'm looking forward to moving along in the next episode.